Hey there, everybody. Today, confessions of my wasted time on my phone, scrolling social media, but maybe some lessons learned. All right, so this is how my mornings go, specifically my Friday mornings. I get up around 6, get my kids up, get them on the bus, they leave. I have a little bit of time before I have to head off to my next thing, either work or chores, farm life, whatever. And in that time, I sit on my phone and I scroll. Sometimes I'm feeling super spiritual and I will turn on my Bible app. But that's usually a little later when I wake up a little bit more. Today was not an exception. Today, I sat down and I follow Michael Jr. Jr. Does anybody else? He he cracks me up and I love it that he occasionally has some very serious lessons in there. And because I follow him and I was scrolling through Facebook, one of his videos came up, which I shared this morning. So if we're friends on social media, go watch it because it's really, really powerful. And I'll get to that in a second. But after that, I scroll and I have a friend who shares a story about her life and struggle and a parent walking away at some point in their life. And then they posted a song by Kelly Clarkson, Piece by Piece, that is reflecting a very similar journey to her own. And then someone in the comments is like, oh, if you want a really good cry, you should you should watch the video of it when she's on American Idol. I was like, I love Kelly Clarkson. And I haven't seen American Idol in a long time, so I Googled piece by piece, Kelly Clarkson, American Idol, and I just watched it, and there was a lot of emotion in that song. She almost didn't make it through the song. The judges were crying, and it's a song about a father who leaves, leaves his child at six years old, but comes back occasionally when he needs something or to ask for money. There's a phrase in there that says, your love isn't free. You're trying to get something from me. It has to be earned. And why do I determine my worth based on you? And talk about, I'm falling far from the tree. I'm not going to leave my daughter like you left me, like I'm going to be better. I'm going to be different. And the struggle of what it does in the heart of a child that's growing up rejected by a parent. And the story that was shared initially on the post was about how even having a step-parent in your life who really loves you and you feel that, there's still always this little bit of a hole of rejection from your parent. And then also this person being a step-parent, trying to love their children that have been placed in their lives, their biological and their stepchildren, in such a deep, rich way that they know that, hey, you don't have to earn my love. It's not going to be taken away. It's not going to be something that you can lose and I'm not going to reject you. And it was just such a powerful example of just sitting there realizing the pain that some people go through in life based on so many circumstances. And for a lot of us, there's a lot of pain out there that we'll never be able to relate to. So it can make it very hard to be empathetic at times. But to hear someone's personal story and then I hear the song and it's on American Idol and other people are crying because they're going through the same thing it just makes realize oh the power of a parent in this situation the love of a father the rejection that you carry your whole life in some fashion or another and then it made me think about the video that I had just watched of Michael Jr. Jr. And his video, he is showing clips of the day his daughter was born in the hospital. 
kind of, I think she's in the, you know, under the heat lamp. <laughs> I don't, incubator? That feels like the right word, but now I feel like I'm talking about chickens. So, you know, underneath the warming lamp and his baby, who's like two minutes old, is just crying and crying and crying. And he's videoing her as he talks to her and assures her it's okay. And you see her calm down and stop crying. She hears him. She senses his presence. She hears his voice and she calms down. Then he shows another video like seven minutes later of her doing the same thing, crying and crying and crying, and he, again, starts talking to her. She hears his voice. She's listening. She's calming down, and she's being still. And then the second time he starts saying, I love you. I love you. It's okay. I love you. I'm here. And when he begins to say, I love you, she actually starts to open her eyes and look at him. His point is being like, we need to be listening for the sound of our father's voice and find comfort in it, and be still enough to open our eyes and look to him. For some, that's a really hard example to relate to because they had the father who turned, who left, the parent who rejected them, and they have trauma that will follow them the rest of their lives. But what I took away from my Facebook video scrolling, because you know once you get on that watch page, now videos just keep showing up, like, Taylor Swift after having LASIK surgery and she was on drugs and her mom videotaped her being loopy. Like that came up in there too. <laughs> and it was funny, but was it worth my time? No, it was, it was a waste of time. But on either side of the Taylor Swift video is this idea of listening to a f- your father's faithful voice who loves you, being still, listening to him and looking to him, being sandwiched by how hard it can be when you've been rejected. And it just made me sit there and say, thank you, God, for your faithfulness, for your steadfast love, that you love us with no conditions, that we don't have to prove our worth, that we don't have to fear being rejected, forgotten, abandoned, used, exploited, that your love is pure and that it is there to talk to us, to calm us, to get our eyes on you because you are faithful every single day. It is what you do, and it is who you are. You are faithful. And it brought me to Lamentations 3. Remember my affliction and my wanderings, the wormwood and the gall. My soul continually remembers it and is bowed down within me. But this I call to mind, and therefore I have hope. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I will hope in him. I mean, this passage starts out talking about my soul remembers my affliction and my pain. But this I call to mind. This I have to remember And therefore, I have hope. This is where my hope rests, that God, your love, it never ceases. It never comes to an end. You show mercy upon mercy. You are faithful every single day. And your faithfulness cannot even be measured. Psalms is full of scripture talking about the measureless height and depth of God's faithfulness that we cannot ever understand. 
The Lord is my portion. Therefore, I will have hope in him. My video inspiration encouragement of the day is really just life can be really hard. And there's been a lot of pain in a lot of people's lives. And my hope and my encouragement to each of us is to reframe our mind, to shift our thoughts back onto him that our hope is in him. To remember that his love and his faithfulness, it never ceases. We do not need to look to the world and to the people who can hurt us and really just fail us each and every day for our worth, to be fulfilled, to find joy and love because we'll, we will be failed by people over and over and over. But God is so faithful. His love is steadfast. It is going nowhere. My prayer is that today we are still, that we listen to his voice, that we look to him, and that we remember his faithfulness. Second Thessalonians 3.5, may the Lord direct your hearts to the love of God and the steadfastness of Christ. Our hearts get very distracted. There's a lot of things going on. My prayer for all of us today is that the Lord directs our hearts to his love and to his steadfast faithfulness.